Christy and Bodge. On the Mid-North Coast's hit. Happy Monday, Christy and Bodge here for Harvey Norman Port Macquarie. 6.03 and 48 seconds to be precise. Christy, how are you? <laughs> Not too bad. I think that you're um, feeling uh, happy as Larry right now, given that you've uh, started to give the whole entire time right now. <laughs> Well, no, I had a drama this morning, you see, and I, I wasn't sure how I was going to go with it. You know when you come through the other side of something really dramatic and potentially quite horrible, and then all of a sudden you, you're on a high? Yeah. That, you, that's how I feel this morning. I think it might be the sausage roll that you just ate that's helping you get through. Uh, potentially. Food <laughs> sometimes is, you know, it's a good source of, you know, energy. But sausage rolls aren't the, the best choice when it comes to breakfast. Oh, no, you. it's not. But it, where I bought the sausage roll... Um, I had to go, so it's just one of those days this morning. We're going to get into a song, but I'll come back and tell you, Christy, all about the drama that unfolded this morning. Oh, of course. Well, you've been involved in it in the past, so oh. this morning's drama very much involves you. Wake up! Wake up! Get up with Christy and Budge on the Mid-North Coast. Hit FM. My car, particularly, Christy, when I was leaving this morning, mm. I don't know if you remember, but if you cast your mind back a little while ago... Mm. I had a car problem that you had to assist with. Oh, where you had me on speed dial and said, oh, come to the rescue, help me, I've didn't run quite, out of fuel. Wasn't quite like that. <laughs> yes, you did. I think I just, I said, you know, if you've got time, you know, I've no, run, run out of fuel. There was a panic voice in, in, in there. You were like, help me, help me, help me, I've run out of fuel. I'm like, no, where are you? I'm uh, around the corner from work. How did I'm you run out of fuel? pretty sure I said it totally different to that. Mm. I just said, you know what? I run out of petrol, ha ha, lol. If you want to come round, ha ha ha, with some petrol, ha, and save me, whatever, it doesn't matter. Anyway, um, it hang on, wa- hang on. I'm just going to stop you yeah. before you even get on to this other conversation. Yeah. You do recall, though, when I rocked up with the jerry can of fuel, mm. you didn't even get out of the vehicle to help me. And, well, yeah, but I, I did say out there, I said well, while I was sitting there, I was like, do you want me to give you a hand? You're like, nah, I can do it because you've got that bravado of, you know, the woman that's always trying to compete and Ms. be manly. Right. And then after a while, you couldn't lift up, you know, because I think it was because of your height and the heaviness. It was a bit too like, short. You're yeah. like, I, I have to lift it higher. Can you help me with that? I was like, of course. So no, was, no, don't you dare change the story. You're like, oh, I thought you were fine. I thought you had it. You're just okay. sitting there watching me. Yeah. Well, I mean, I filmed you. For the gram, for the Instagram. <laughs> so well, you didn't ask me to help you this morning. Obviously, uh, something else went down when it well, comes to your car again. Well, I get in the car and I think to myself, today's going to be a good day. And then all of a sudden, immediately, the orange light flashes up, the, mm-hmm. the petrol light. And it's not just on, it's flashing. And I'm looking at the, the car and um, mine's sort of digital. So it's got little bars and when it's full, it's got 10 bars. Yeah. And it's gone down and there was no bars at all. And I thought, okay, this isn't You're good. running on fumes. I was like, this, yeah, this is not good. So um, where I, I'm about seven or eight minutes away from work, which isn't too bad. However, um, I've got to drive uh, 70 k's an hour down one road for a few minutes. And then I've got, you know, four or five minutes on a road that is 100 k an hour. So I yeah. thought um, I was starting to feel a bit of a, a you know, the car was sort of starting to slow down a little bit yeah. before it start, I started going 100. I was like, okay, right, this isn't a good sign. So I, I drove to the petrol station, but I, was, I, I nearly didn't get there. I Literally, you're laughing, but I, the car, I remember what happened last time mm. I ran out of petrol. And um, the car just stopped and the steering was so hard. 
Like it was, like, it was really hard. I nearly crashed as well. Yeah, because I think the, didn't your car turn off as well? Oh, the car just turns yeah. off. That's yeah. right. So uh, the brakes don't work. Um, the steering doesn't work. Nothing works. It just turns off. So you're paranoid that you're sitting on a hundred k zone and it's, it's going to happen to you. Yeah, yeah. Although you get better range when you go faster. So if you've got one of those vehicles that counts down how many k's you've got left to empty, yeah, uh, you end up Which getting I don't. further range. So uh-huh. once if you go lower speed because you use more fuel at a lower speed, weirdly, okay, no, it's strange. Didn't know um, that. Yeah. Know so then if you hit the one hundred k mark, it'll go. Oh no, you got a little bit longer. We did it on the on uh, the recent camping trip. Right. Coming from uh, Walker Way up the mountain, we had I think it was like fifty k's left to home, mm. but we only had forty k left in the tank. Oh, and we were pushing it so as well. So Michael's in the same boat as you, but because we were going at a higher speed, the range got us there longer. Yeah. Then we actually made it with zero left in the tank. Right. Yeah, but you I mean you've got backup supply, so you can do that. Well, no, we weren't carrying it. We weren't prepared. You weren't carrying it. Okay, well, that's not good. No. I got there in the end. I got there in the end. As I pulled up into the petrol station, mm. luckily I'd gone straight <laughs> I'd done a, a sort of a wide berth, and I'd come into the thing straight because as soon as I did, the car turned off, oh. and I rolled in. I rolled in. It was a stretch for the pump. It was. I, I, there's no finer way to get there, like you know, right on the line. So it was an incredible start to the morning. You don't need a coffee because you're just wide awake with that. And then yeah, I bought myself a little sausage roll from the from uh, the the petrol station. I thought it was great. Dollar twenty four though. What? I wasn't very happy with that. No. Oh, not the sausage roll, the fuel. No. <laughs> <laughs> the Mid-North Coast Gets Up with Christian Barge. On Hit FM. I don't know whether or not I thought something bad was going to happen this month, but it seems like every month this year we've had a new kind of um, weird event or something strange happening. A lot of people are joking about... Did, did you have this on your 2020 bingo? Every month there's something new. Like, <laughs> we, you know? we should have definitely had uh, what uh, we've uh, just learnt on our 2020 bingo. Well, I mean, if you if you look at the fact that um, Donald Trump will be running for his second term and mm. November is when everyone goes to the polls, I mean, that's kind of enough to um, distract you from the fact that other people could also be the president. And waking up to hear that Kanye West... <laughs> has officially thrown his hat into the ring to become the the president of the United States. I mean, I, I, um, I, I'm not living in the real world. I, you, you're not even real, Christy. It, you're it not even real. Like that. I thought it was a fake um, tweet that he did, but I, I just love how it's like, we must now realise the promise of America by trusting God, unifying our vision and building our future. I am running for president of the United States. If, Hashtag 2020 vision. If anyone else had written that, I'd go, that sounds all right. That sounds cool. That's fine. Do what you're going to do. Whatever. Kanye West, I'm like, oh, God. Oh, mm. God. Well, what Was it unifi- unifying what? Yeah. Say that bit again. Uh, unifying our vision and building our future. Uh, was it under God or something? Because he's referred to himself as God before. The promise of America by trusting God. Yeah. Well, yeah. He's referred to himself as God. He, he refers has. to himself as Jesus. <laughs> I don't mind a little bit of arrogance because um, he, he makes some, well, he hasn't made a, a good tune in a long time. but He's also self-proclaimed uh, greatest uh, artist of all time as well. So he'll, he'll probably do the whole uh, self-proclaimed uh, greatest president of all time. <laughs> 
Yeah. I mean, can you imagine if like a country pisses him off, mm. what he would do? I did some Googling to find out if people actually had 2020 bingo cards, like um, addictions for oh, and, and one of them, and we could say bingo right now. Uh, deep fakes will influence the US election. Now, deep fakes, for those that don't know, and this is quite an interesting one, and I'll watch the TEDx on it. Um, deep fakes are basically where um, it's just computer-generated images. So say I had a video of Christy and I used this program. I don't know what the program's called. Um, I could make it look like Christy is saying whatever I wanted to say and you could get um, analyse the speech patterns and make her say the words in her voice as well. And it's getting better and better at the moment. I mean, you can still kind of pick it, mm. but... Um, yeah, that, that's going to be quite a scary one going into the future. Oh, yeah. absolutely. But I honestly reckon Kanye would take it out. He's got such a massive following and the money that it, he's got to back him, I reckon we could be having Kanye it, as our It's really US scary. It? Like, in fact, do you remember when um, when the Port Macquarie Hastings elections were on ages ago? It was like three years ago, I think it was, and Peter Pinson was elected. Mm. I jokingly said to our boss, I said, I, I, I'll run for that. And he said, no, don't, no, don't. And then I started talking about it a lot more and then more people started talking about it and then clients started talking mm-hmm. to him about it. And then I think he cramped himself a little bit and said, right, Bodger, I didn't think I'd have to do this, but I, I need to tell you, please don't run yeah. for the mayor. You were almost campaigning full. Yeah, like well, you'd I, almost gone through the it, whole process. And I'm not saying I would have been voted <laughs> in, but it was hilarious to see how many people were straight away going, oh, yeah, Bodge, you'd be a great mayor. I'd be a terrible mayor. I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do. I wouldn't. I would not have known what to do with Lake Had I, I'll tell you that right now. I they'd go open it, close it, open it, and then I would have done the King Herod from the Bible and just gone right. The lake will be cut in two. Oh. Each shall receive half. And then I'll see terrible man. Uh, no, you would have just been like getting into council meetings, yelling abuse. I wouldn't even make table. it. I'd be I'd be at one or two council meetings a year, and I'd be asleep every, for all of it. <laughs> with Christian Bodge on the Mid-North Coast's hit. I have never experienced this before where it's literally... Okay, so you know when you're, you're driving into your, your uh, car park at the supermarket and you see all the holes and you go, oh, that's my that's a spare spot. I'm going to park there. Right. Every single spare car park had a trolley in the middle of it. Oh, see, this is, this is lazy people not putting it back. <laughs> like smack bam in the middle or like right at the top. So if you've got a long vehicle like we do, you can't fit in. Otherwise, your back, backside's going to be sticking out into yeah, the road. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm just like, there is the trolley bay literally five steps away. Why are people not putting them back, returning? I feel like every single supermarket should have like your Aldi where you've got to put a $2 or a $1 in there or like your Dan Murphy's where you've got to have a little token. Yeah. So yeah. then you, you make sure that you get it back. I, I'm, I'm fully with you on this because, uh, and probably more so because when I was about 13 years old, one yeah. of my first jobs was being a trolley pusher. Really? Yeah, a trolley pusher. So um, the supermarkets I would work at, were, you know, in the scummy parts of South Australia. I know it's all scummy, right? Ha, ha, ha. Um, you know, it, it was a lot of work. It was hard work. Mm. It doesn't matter if it's pouring down with rain or belting heat. You had to try and get 15 to 20 trolleys at any one time back into the shops, and they would be everywhere. They would be in the weirdest places. Like, oh, you'd find them in the bushes. Like I, could, I can tell you, just from looking at certain supermarkets uh, around the mid-north coast, where I reckon the, the worst for trolley, um, not 
not putting back is, like, you know, where yeah. the, the, the worst for trolleys is. All right. Well, do you know where I was that uh, was the, the whole culprits of leaving them in every single car park? Uh, well, I'm going to say because you and I used to live close together, I would say it's probably Innes Lake in near the, Port The Coles Lake Innes. Right? Coles Lake Innes, yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, it definitely was. But do you remember where our old studio was? The uh, back door of the sh- Coolumbung Creek? Well, there's always trolleys in Coolumbung <laughs> Creek. The poor workers out there are always pulling them out of the water. And I, I've seen people just, uh, like, they must be bored and they just casually just hurl one in there. Yeah. Like, as far, like, it's like skipping stones, no, you know? I don't understand why, but, no. you know, it's, it's weird because I know that particular Coles in the CBD in Macquarie does have the, the little locks on it. So you see yeah, yeah. little old ladies walk out because they've parked across the road. It's actually hilarious and to they, watch. <laughs> they hit the little thing that locks the wheels up and you go, well, I've got a whole lot of um, groceries here. I've had that predicament myself. Mm. I've rocked up in my um, big vehicle, yeah. which doesn't fit underneath the, the car park nor on the top. And oh. I go, well, I have to park out on the street. But I can't wheel my trolley out to my car when I've got a whole drive a load normal of washing. car. Then what do I do? <laughs> four wheel drives are for off road. You drive it around. You're one of them. You're one of the people that drives around in a four wheel drive in a suburban area just yeah. to let people know. Just, I, I I like it because too many people, and I don't think that car park was specifically meant for Coles anyway. I think it's meant for the other. So they've put. It was the original Coles car park where really? Coles used to be. Yeah, yeah. whether yeah. So how does it work? Like, do they use? I don't know. I've seen it's people so physically, uh, physically pull, pick up, yeah. like two people pick up the trolley yeah. and cart it across. It's, uh, <laughs> I think it's a magnet thing. It's such a weird thing because as soon as you pass a point, and I've seen people try and beat the system by lifting it over the yeah. sort of the, the gutter, <laughs> and it still stuffs up once they go to the, the next part of the road. So Maybe that's why they end up in Coolabon Creek because they get them so far, mm. and then they go, oh, they can't get it back because the thing's locking up. I'll just throw yeah. it. What, um, yeah, so no, the, the the worst place um, I've seen for for trolleys, mm. believe it or not, was in Foster. Yeah, beautiful Foster. Like, and that that's still it's not quite the mid north coast. It's going a, a little further south, but uh, you know it's close enough that it counts for me. And I, I was there. It was only a few weeks ago. And my God, it was they were just everywhere. Yeah. It was like the trolley trolley guy taking the day off. Kempsey River, seen them. Seen them down there oh, as no, well. Oh, no, really? Yeah, really? Yeah. Oh, well, I've never seen that. I think it's everywhere. I don't think there really is the worst place uh, on the Mid-North Coast that's got the, the, the trolley dumpers. I, I will tell you a great a great trolley story, though, from when I was a trolley pusher, right? And it was terrible. Back in those days, um, <laughs> I feel like such an elitist, and I'm not really, but I, I see now the people with their, their ropes. So you need to... Um, obviously connect all the trolleys up together so that yeah. you can manoeuvre them as one. And I've seen these brand new ropes where they like they self-attach or they've got Velcro or they've got these really nice straps. In the old days, and I'm talking like, I'm talking nearly 20 years ago, um, we had to tie special knots yeah. and make special loops and then wrap it around the, the second to last trolley and then around the last trolley and then drag it all the way up and then you had to curl it around your, your hands, so to speak, just so that you could direct which way you wanted them to go. And we had to go uphill. I'm, I felt like such an old man. In my day, we had to walk to school with broken glass and bare feet. So your little elaborate like rot, uh, rope tying is yeah. probably why most t- uh, trolley guys that are collecting them 
hate when we come up like I did yesterday. It's Old very mate elaborate. death stared me when I went, here, I'm just going to put this trolley on your front of your run there. No, nah, don't do it. Oh. Don't do it. Unless they ask, like you go, yeah, yeah. sometimes they go, yeah, yeah, chuck it on, that's fine. But no, nah, don't do it. Just put it back in the trolley bay. Come on. I mean, it's the place it needs to go. No wonder old mate didn't like me yesterday. I still, uh, yeah, well, this is probably true. Get up with Christy and Bodge on the Mid-North Coast Hit FM. Last night on The Voice, uh, the favourite, the guy that has the, the rockin' mullet, Adam. Wasn't he? He's, he's just great to look at, this guy. He is. He, he's uh, a pleasure on the eyes, and he's also a pleasure to listen to as well. We have got him on the show this morning. Adam, good morning to you. Good morning. Uh, how you doing, pal? How's Adelaide weather treating you? Yeah, it's doing all right. It's a bit chilly at the moment. So yeah. I got my Udi on, and I just had a coffee, so I'm yeah. nice and warm. <laughs> nice. But now, you're at the back of, aren't you like two wells or Galway? Yeah, I'm two wells, yeah. Oh, good man. I have yeah. no idea where you're No, nah, that's around. all right. I went to Gawler High. All right. And, um, yeah, no, it's, it's you know, northern Is it, is it the kind of suburbs. people that it uh, comes out of that area? Like, is there what a mean? certain, like, stereotype that come out? Because we do know Adam oh. is the favourite because of his mullet. Uh, but you know what? I, there's not a lot of people that rock the mullet the way Adam does. So you, you're, quite, you're kind of the pin-up boy of the northern suburbs, mate. Well, yeah, I've been given the uh, best mullet in Elizabeth. Yeah. Um, <laughs> By a lot of people, so <laughs> it was a bit. It was a bit how you go, on, but yeah. Yeah. Well, what's it? What's it like now? With um, obviously, you're back home, and uh, for whatever reason, I guess the show's um, been going for a little while now, and it was. Uh, it, it'll be a, a sort of a live aspect towards the end, but at the moment, um, back home, has life changed much for you since uh, appearing on The Voice? I mean, I definitely, it's always been a bit hectic walking around shops and stuff because of my TikTok. Um, I was big before I went on The Voice on TikTok. You oh, know, right. I had probably about 100,000, nearly 150,000 followers oh, before, like, no, um, no before The Voice, yeah. Yeah, see, I don't have a TikTok, so I don't, I don't know any of this, what? but that's incredible. How do you manage to, to amass such a following? What's going on? Um, I think it was just because the content that I put out, certain yeah. people... You know, had a had a, a laugh to it, and you know, yeah. then they share it, and then their friends share it. You know, it just it really it was like an overnight thing. You know, right, I yeah. went to sleep and I woke up and I was at five hundred thousand, <laughs> and then oh my, <laughs> yeah, it was, oh just, my God. it was crazy. How many followers Within you got a, now though? Three hundred and sixteen thousand. No way. There you go. So like, do, you, do, you, do you just sing on there, or do you, do you like do you do like skits, or what do you do? No, I do sing a little bit on there, but I um I also put certain videos up there, like uh, just trending things. I do put like a couple, like I guess gimmicks and all that. But nah, just I haven't been able to put singing videos up there at the moment because I'm still trying to recover. All oh, right, no, that's fair enough. Hey, look, um, Christy, you go. Uh, last night, uh, Guy made it a bit of a competition between you and Josh to do some chin ups. Do you think that? Uh, it was mostly just so Guy could show off his guns. To be honest, gosh knows, but I can't do a chin-up for the no. life of me. No, can I. No, but it, speaking of Guy's guns, what the hell was he doing wearing? It looked like a, like an 80s power suit, a women's <laughs> 80s power suit bad. with the arms gone. It was like a mustard yellow. It was It was terrible. And they got the nerve to sort of make little cheeky remarks about the mullet, and then Guy's rocking up wearing that. I just, oh, what was he thinking? Not gonna lie, I would, I would wear that. You would? 
if I was 30 kilos lighter, I'd rock that. Oh, if I was 30 kilos lighter, I'd be <laughs> at the beach every day. <laughs> hey, look, um, in terms of uh, work ethic, apparently like, Guy says that the work ethic of Josh was much better than yours. How'd you take that kind of criticism mm. and then go on and get picked? Um, I, I knew hands down Josh put more effort than me into it because from his mentoring to him on stage, he improved sincerely. Like, he was amazing. Mm. Whereas me, I didn't really give my all, you know? I didn't give... That wasn't my best performance. But why? That was, I don't... I didn't really feel a connection to that song specifically because yeah. it's just... I don't know. It's almost like... It was like a... Um, it was in, it was like a, a funeral, like a, a funeral sounding. It's got like the... Really the depressing. Yeah. yeah, it was, yeah. It, I, I didn't really get around it, to be honest. Um, and, and sometimes I feel like... Didn't. Yeah, do, do you reckon maybe that song was tailored more to, towards Josh? I don't think it was our song choices, our, right. our best song choices, to be honest, because right. I know Josh is someone that would love to sing a good ACDC or Cold Chisel song. Oh, right. But with me, I'm more of a singer to, like, Lewis Capaldi or something. Right. Mm, mm, I love a bit of Lewis. Well, Guy, yeah. Guy gave you those um, songs to sing because he did say between you and Josh, you were the most inexperienced, and he wanted to set yeah. you a challenge and try and get you out of your comfort zone. Do you think he achieved that even though you, you weren't confident in the song? Um... It, it definitely did put us out of our comfort zone and it did make us be like, oh, well, because Josh didn't know the weekend. He didn't know Blinding Light. You know, <gasps> oh, he my didn't, God. That's that's what, song. That's, yeah, that's what I mean by he's come so far because he didn't even know any lyrics of them. He was trying to read them and right. he was just like, oh, blah, blah, blah. so, you know, I'm proud of the. I'm proud of the bugger. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, without revealing too much, obviously, being back home in Adelaide, like what, what with the the restrictions that you had on set, obviously with COVID um, hitting the show, they had to adapt quite a lot. Mm. What differences were there that you had to face? Uh, 1.5 metres apart, um, weren't allowed to give handshakes yeah. or be close to one another. Um, if we... Uh, I'm I'm pretty sure one of the artists had to get a COVID test just to be closer to the person on stage, and oh. it's just really hectic. Right. Wow. So like you, what, so to go on stage and to do um, uh, songs with other people, you, obviously you do have to be a little bit on the closer side because it's it's kind of a performance as well. Does that mean that yeah. e everyone kind of has to go through a medical just a checkup? Um, to be honest, I don't really know. Yeah. Oh, so yeah, oh, that clearly didn't happen <laughs> no, for you, you then. No, you didn't get a test. <laughs> but you think about, you think about um, when you sing, you spit a lot. So I'd imagine you'd have to be further apart just because of that very reason. Yeah. Um, I don't really know, to be honest. I'll just get, get up there and, and sing, really. I don't really, yeah. <laughs> That's all right. Well, what, what's, what's, in the, what's in the future for you now? What's happening now? What's going on? Well, I just got my first job. Oh, right. Um, oh, congrats. What's your first job? I'm going uh, to be stacking shelves at Woolies. No, oh, well that. done. We've all done that. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, and I mean, you got, you got you got to start somewhere. Mm -hmm. This is true. Um, and I'm going to put some of that money towards my first car for when I get it. Oh, oh good legend. Man. And then, and then um, hopefully my music 
by then, while I'm doing that, I'll start writing music and seeing how that goes and maybe see if it takes off and stuff. And, you know, anything can happen overnight. And I'm not wishing on that, but I've got to put the hard work in to expect good a good result. Yeah. Hey Amen. That's a great way to think as well. Uh, before we let you go, do you keep in contact with any of the judges? Do, do you still have mentors from the show? Uh, yeah, I still keep in contact with the guy and all that. But, like, I don't know. I just don't want to feel like I bug him and stuff, you know? Oh, yeah. no, no. I, yeah. I, I know I know the feeling. It's it's one of those things where it's like you want you want feedback, you want to know how you're tracking, but at the same time, you, you kind of don't want to overstay your welcome and you just you kind of... You, you just want to pull back just a little bit. Yeah, exactly. Oh, well, man, it's it's good to know that you've uh, you've got someone that you can chat to about it, and all the best with a brand new job, with um with everything in the future. Your TikTok account. Let's see if you can get to a million. <laughs> yeah. Good on you. Good Thanks, job. man. Thanks for chatting. Thanks, Adam. All right, cheers, legend. See ya. See ya. Fresh way to get up. Christian Barge on Hit FM on Saturday. Yeah. On Saturday night, right, I decided it was a good idea to um, hit up the movies because they've just opened up again, obviously. I was very yes. excited. About it. I was very excited about it. I thought, you know, I haven't been to the pictures yet. Now, I've been dating for... Five months. For, yeah. near, uh, the, um, on the 25th, it'll be five. But, you know, it's still very early. But we haven't been to the movies yet. Well, you wouldn't have been able to because no. we're all, the movies were shut. Um, exactly. Because you pretty much got together... Uh, officially, just before COVID hit. That's right, and um, yeah, we, we we never went to the movies, and we thought, well, we missed that step. We'll go on Saturday, and then, um, like I expect, we we go, we check in at the Majestic Cinemas as you do on Facebook, and we, we're telling everyone what we're doing. Had to share a little uh, romantic photo of you guys at the pictures. So lame. I don't yep. think I ever do that with Michael. Yep. I'm aware of the lameness. Oh, oh, really? Didn't you do it with no, Michael? Oh. I never did the, the obligatory, oh, must show that we've gone no. to the movies for the first time together. No, it's just, oh, we're always on a boat with our dog, and look what our dog's <laughs> dressed in, and we're not going to catch any fish because we're terrible at fishing, but we're going to go out anyway. <laughs> look at all the cool the stuff we've got. Yeah, so <laughs> I, I'm out there. I'm, I'm watching a film with my girlfriend, mm-hmm. and it's a nice thing, and a lot of these things that you guys all laugh at, I haven't done for nearly 10 years like you know i've been alone for a long time (laughs) i went to the movies more or less by myself every time there's been the odd occasion where i've gone with other people i know and uh yeah so i I went to the movies i check in and i get laughy face reactions no i gave you the no 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 no, no. you click on click on the laughy face reaction yours is the first one that comes up christy hyphen lee (laughs) laughy react why are you well, laughing, reacting Because me? it's so lame. Like, are you the biggest uh, grumpy bear there is? Yep. Uh, are so cute and, and love to showcase uh, your your romance that you're having with Alicia. And it's just like, yeah. why do you need to show us that you've gone to the Because, you know what? No, I nearly swore then. <laughs> oh, you know what? It's just nice to be happy for a change. Oh, I'm happy for you. you get, don't get me wrong. Hang on. Yeah. Did, you, did you feed her? Did you share the popcorn? Yeah, we did. That's the important we, thing. We did. But did you what, share a big slurpy little drink? No, we had separate drinks, <laughs> and she—I don't think she was too happy because um, I, on the sly, bought a little thing of lollies, um. and she found out about halfway through the movie, and she did that thing where she sort of silently opened her mouth as if to say, "Like, oh my god, you've had these lollies this whole time." Give me. You know when you're a teenager and you're with your first boyfriend or girlfriend and you go to the movies and mum drops you off and stuff, and then uh, you're just like uh. real awkward and you're sharing your popcorn and your drinks. 
and you're just like, I don't know whether or not I could hold their hands or touch their oh, legs. Oh, I was, was yeah. there Was there no, much there was of no, that? No, there was not that. First <laughs> off, there was a lot of people around us, although it was different. So the movies are open, but obviously they've got to adhere to, you know, mm. uh, restrictions as well. So when we were booking the seats, you have to leave, I think, a seat in between like if you're a couple or you're a family, you have to leave a seat in between where you're sitting and where other people are well, sitting. Well, it would make sense. And I actually think uh, movie uh, settings would be so much better now because of that. Then you know you don't have a noisy chewer right next to you. Yep. Yep. No, it was it was good. I don't like people sitting right next to me. I don't like people sitting right behind me and kicking my seat. We watched um, Jumanji as well, The Next Level. Now, that come out just before the COVID restrictions, and I didn't know that. So I'm, I'm watching it going, oh, God, I've been waiting for this. Uh, I get... Um, Yesterday, I was um, chatting to our mate, uh, Terry, and he's like, oh, yeah, I've, I've seen that. And I'm like, no, the second one. He goes, yeah, 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 I saw it before the lockdown. I was like, oh, was it out then? And he goes, yeah. And I'm like, oh. So he was me thinking I'd seen this film. I've been waiting for ages to see it, and it was available before the lockdown. I'm surprised you didn't take it to see some sort of romantic rom-com. But, no. but how, was, um, how was Japanese prior? Huh? How was Japanese that night as well, before the movies? Uh, we went afterwards, actually. How, oh, do you after. know, how do you know about that? Oh, I've just got a sneaky little photo of you two staring into each other's eyes across the table. Ball dust. Holding hands. Did you want me to show Ball. you the proof? That's it. Show me. Show I'll me. show you the proof. I have spies everywhere on the Mid-North Coast. Mm. You and Alicia, hand in hand, you just looking like you're so in awe with her, like a puppy dog eyes, like you're lost. Oh, oh that, I knew, I knew that, that couple that were there were looking at us. Yeah, that's a hot photo of us. Yeah. <laughs> yep. We look hot. You know, there's spies everywhere that uh, watches your every move, including your romantic outings yeah. with your girlfriend. Yep. Anyone watch you? No. I, you I, I'm very yeah. incognito. It's good. Yeah, that's right. That's right. <laughs> Actually, while we're on the topic of that, and I'm sorry, I know this is going on. We'll play a song in a sec. I went to the shops. Um, was it yes? It was yesterday. Yeah, it was yesterday. And um, I said to Alicia, I said, I'll, I'll go and get you some breakfast. So we went to, I went, went to the cafe to get her a, a a bacon and egg roll, just something little, and a hot chocolate, and a marshmallow. Stop like, it, stop anyway, it. Anyway, drive into the car park, and I go, you know when sometimes you go into the car park a little bit too far? Yeah. And you don't go up the driveway, but you, your bumper scrapes along the, the pavement. Uh-huh. Right, so I did that on accident, and then there's a t- whole table of people there. <laughs> whole table of people, and they're turning around looking, I'm like, oh, crap. They're going to go, oh, but Here we go. No, 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 no. At first, I was like, no, they don't know who I am. It's all good. It's not a big deal. I don't expect everyone does. In fact, I hope they don't. Um, and then I get out, and they go, oh, you nearly made it up on the pavement or something like that. I was like, well, you know, when the girlfriend asks you to go and get a breakfast, you go and get it quick, smart. And then I went and got it. And then on my way out... And back to the car, they went, oh, you're in the good books, Jace. And I was like, what the hell? <laughs> Jace. And then the guy turns around again. He goes, if you had Christie's grandpa, now for those that don't know, that's the name of her very old four-wheel drive that she likes to drive around. Yeah. You would have made it up the bumper, no problem, or something like that. And I was like, <laughs> oh. Yeah. Thank so. you for that insight. You just drive a little beep beep arena and can't drive. I see your parking and it's terrible. My parking's fantastic. You always though. hit the curb. Can you just can you tell your friends though, if they want to come up and they want an autograph or they want a photo or something, just do it. Just come up and say hello. It's not a big deal. Yeah, sneaky photos are way deal. better than they send them all yeah. to me. Keep them coming. Yeah, no, it's fine. It's when all you good. spy bodge, send me the pictures. If you're nervous around me, I understand <laughs> it. I can be intimidating. That's oh, what that's what not- power and fame does. Hit FM with Christian Vodge. A fresh way to get up on your radio.
Coming up, Christy, animal sounds will be heard across the mid-north coast on this channel. No, it'd be bigger than that. It'd be a bigger animal than that. And was when that, you that was hear my attempt, it... Hang on, that was my attempt yeah. at a monkey. Yeah. <laughs> Did it sound on. like a monkey? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> Hello, good morning. Good morning. Hi, Hello. who's that? Vivian, how are you? Doing well, Vivian. You're on the air. What can we do for you, mate? I thought I heard a monkey. Oh. Okay. Uh, we're nervous. <laughs> Uh, you two being silly. It was Christy being a fool. I'm very sorry about that. <laughs> but oh. the, you, you did good. That's that's the idea. So you've got to be fast fingers, 13, 12, 16. No, bugger the it. minute no, you no, hear the it, animal call. No, give it to her now. <laughs> we didn't say what it was going to sound like. We didn't say, no, no. <laughs> Vivian, we're going to reward you because you shouldn't be made to feel sorry. like a fool being put live to air after Christy made oh. the noise. We didn't tell you how Hang it was going to be... Hang on, what kind of monkey was it though, Vivian? Oh, oh come on. <laughs> yeah, a little bit of a chimp. That'd do. That'd yeah. do. All right, right. Now, how many kids have you got? Oh, I've got two, thank you. Awesome. You've won yourself a family pass to Billabong Zoo. They are the place to go to during the school holidays. So uh, they'll see you at the zoo with your family. Yeah. And, um, and, and just on that, for future, right? <laughs> Don't make animal n- calls. It's not going to be Christy making the noises. <laughs> it's going to be actual animals. That was what it was meant to be. But what's going on? <laughs> no, you, you, you're darn quick, though. Uh, I love that you've got us on speed dial. Yeah, no, you were cl- oh. Clint Eastwood of phoning <laughs> us. I know, I'm a legend. All right, Vivian, you <laughs> stay on the you. line and we'll grab your details in a sec. You have a good day, all right? Well, look, Thank we, you, thank you, bye. <laughs> we, we do promise that there will be proper animal calls all this week. You will have a shot oh, at winning God. a family pass to Billabong soon. It will not be me attempting to do a lion or a chimpanzee. How quick was that? As soon as, as, soon as you did it. <laughs> she called. <laughs> wake up, wake up. Get up with Christian Budge on the Mid-North Coast. Hit FM. Now, Friday, I spent... A lot of the day quite sort of sad. Like, no one likes to be close to people that they work with and consider mates and then hear them talking about an event on the weekend and how excited they are for it. And then all of a sudden you, you think to yourself, oh, well, you know, I could, I could hear you talking to Bianca and you were talking <laughs> about food. And, oh, what are you going to bring? Oh, we're going to bring this. We're going to bring, I'm like, okay, yeah, I'm right here. Literally. We don't hang do on, it stop. in your earshot. First. Be quiet for oh, one second. I, just, still, I, I you? need to. I need to just say my truth. <laughs> I was right next to you. I was literally drying the dishes for those that were listening on Friday. I spent yep. Friday morning making waffles for everyone, and I bought fruit and I had syrup and everything. And I was making. I was trying to make everyone's day brighter. And then I hear you girls talking about um, an event that um, you were going to, mm. and it was non-specific, and I was really kind of sad. I was like, I'm literally, I'm just here. I'm doing the dishes after feeding you all, and you're all going to an event, and you're going to bring different things. You're all excited, and no one's invited me, and I thought, well, that's... Do you think we do that in front of you deliberately, just so we can yes. uh, burn you, make yes. you feel a little bit salty that yeah. you haven't been invited? Because you do know we, we do it quite regularly, where we just have a girls' weekend, and you of go, course, yeah. oh, I'm going to come, and it's like... You sound like my partner, Michael. He goes, oh, I'm going to come. And it's like, well, you're not a girl. Are you going to put a wig on? Well, I don't invite myself. I just say, you know, you know. I, I remember the last time that this happened. Do you remember when um, you'd organised a girls' night? I, I do remember. And you got really, really angry <laughs> that I felt left out. <laughs> I felt so left out and I felt um, kind of um, ostracised because there's, to, to be honest, when it comes to the younger people in the office... At the time, I was the only young man, apart from our newsreader, who doesn't go out because he, he's up he's at three in the morning. Yeah. So I, I felt like I was literally the only one out. Look, 
You've just got to realise that there are some things that are just reserved for certain sexes, and I'm sure you probably have a bloke's day out no, where I'm not going to go along. It's it's a diff- You bring a different dynamic to our group and quite happy to yeah. sometimes just have just women there, and it's not okay. to, to be mean or leave you out. And this one, okay. um, I, I know you're probably going to get hurt by this, but um, traditionally baby showers are just the women. It's, it's the girlfriends, the mums, yeah. the aunties, the cousins and all that that go along, and it was a baby shower that we went to on Saturday a little bit where sexist. you weren't invited, but it turns out that actually men were there. So um, Yeah, well, that's yeah. even worse again, isn't it? <laughs> Which made me realise it was funny because – the most baby showers that I've gone to have always just had the girls there. I have been one to been to one that wasn't called a baby shower. It was like a, a baby barbecue and all family members ba- were there. Barbecue to baby, did you? That's what it sounds like. <laughs> it's a terrible name for it. And and it was to celebrate, I guess, the, the their first child and it included everybody and they didn't have the traditional baby shower games. So this particular one, though, mm. was very all the girly stuff. But mm. there was a couple of boys there, and I thought this is this is the way of the future when it comes to baby showers. I feel like they shouldn't be just reserved for the women. Like I know when I have a baby, I'd quite happily have Michael there if he wanted to be. Yep. Hey, if I had a hens, I'd happily go. Well, if you want to come, you could come as well, and the boys could come. I don't feel like it needs to be reserved mm. to a certain sex. Well, that's just the way it is. But this is what made me realise that baby showers aren't the same anymore. We were all sitting there. And it was all blues and pinks because they haven't revealed what, what they're having. I don't even know oh. if they do know what they're having. And the cake came out and it was half blue and half pink. And right. because they're cutting it together and because it wasn't just Aideen, the, the expecting mum doing it on her own, it was like, oh, this is going to be a reveal party because both Mitch and Aideen are there. It means that they're going to cut this cake and yeah. we're going to find out what the sex of the baby is. Oh, did they do that? Well, n- No. Oh. It wasn't, and this is what we were all anticipating while we're sitting there going, oh, is they going to reveal what the baby is? Because think about it. The majority of people now have gender reveal parties. No one leaves it to the surprise of the birth as to what the sex is going to be, and you just go, well, what do you do? Do, yeah. you, have a, do you have a baby shower plus a gender reveal? Because normally it's about 20 weeks that you find out yeah. what your baby's going to be, but you wouldn't have the baby shower until... The back end, like 18's due in two weeks. She's left it that late. Oh, so they, if they don't know the gender, they're leaving it to see what happens when yeah, it comes it's out. A I, like, I like that. Not enough people do that no, anymore. No, they don't. And that's that's what I mean. Like, do you have both parties? If you're going to reveal your gender, do you do your party at 20 weeks? And then yep. do you have your baby shower later on yep. when you're closer to being juice? And then you can get all the bits and pieces you need with the gifts. Or do you incorporate it into one? Because oh. then that means. You're going to reveal the sex of the baby, but everyone's going to rock up to this gender reveal party with gifts that are gen- generic, well, that are neutral, because they don't know what the sex is. Well, as far as I'm aware, it's only been the last like 15 to 20 years that gender reveal parties have even been a thing. Yeah, and um, and I feel like the parents get frowned upon now if they don't reveal. Like, my sister's pregnant, and she's um, being asked, oh, why aren't you going to reveal what it is? She wants the secret. She wants the surprise. Yeah, the I want. I you know, it would be nice to hear the doctor say, you know, congratulations, Mister Bodger. <laughs> You've just given birth to a beautiful baby pie. And, oh, is it chicken or beef? It's both. Oh my <laughs> god, I'm so happy. It's always going to be a baked good when I give birth. So, oh, but no, I, I do want to know this. Thirteen, twelve, sixteen. Do you have a baby shower and also the gender reveal, or do you combine them? What's the go? Well, if you think. You'd think that if you had a gender reveal, you'd want the husband or the partner there as yeah. well. And the baby shower, in my eyes, is, you know, 
traditionally a female only thing. You sit there and you just cluck like hens. <laughs> And you go, <laughs> sorry, I'm sorry. You men do the same. You should have been there on the weekend. Mitch was clucking like a ham when he had yep. to pretend to be a, a baby throwing a tantrum when we were playing baby charades. Yep. Well, you know, I wasn't there, so I wouldn't know. <laughs> Get up with Twisty and Bodge on the Mid-North Coast's hit. couple of phone calls off air and mm. understandable that some people don't like to be on the radio. You can still call us on 13, 12, 16, have a chat to us. We're, we're totally fine to take the call off air. You don't have to do it. Was one lady, though, Danielle, um, from Nambucca, and she said that she had a gender reveal party that was separate and they had a really life, it looked like a, a real baby, but it was a cake. And it was kind of strange cutting it open. It did, I think that um, when she said that it didn't quite go to plan, I'm picturing what would have probably happened. And you've got a big old knife. And it, <laughs> You're cutting the baby yeah, in well, it's, it's, it It's not a great visual, but I can see why they've done it. You no, know? and it, that's a better choice, though. Having the awkward. baby cake versus the other body parts that's yeah. often what has had a baby showers. But no, it, it seems the, the most part, the most calls that we're calling through were saying that um, yeah, you keep them secret, secret, uh, separate so you can milk it, so you can get more gifts. You have your gender reveal at 20 mm. weeks and then you have your baby shower at the back end just before you do, so then you can get all well, the little gifts that you need. But it's funny because you were saying that you didn't get invited to this baby shower because traditionally yeah, yeah. it's for women. Turns out that there were men there. You just didn't get to come along. Um, but the thing is, I think I know why, traditionally, baby showers were always just reserved for the ladies. Because you, and I, it's going to sound terribly sexist, are so competitive men. Because what? judging what happened over the weekend with all the games, right. the father-to-be was the one that kept winning. So the idea is you play all these oh. games like baby charades, you play baby bingo, he kept getting the, the winning treats out of the lucky dip. Okay. And it's like, but you know who is the biggest uh, dummy spitter? Right. You men. They kept winning the dummy spit as well. Okay. Well, I mean, I, I'm guessing that's a game. I'm sorry. I've never been invited to one before, oh, so. No, you put the pacifier in your yeah. mouth and you line up yeah. and you've got to spit the dummy and whoever gets the furthest wins. Well, and you, and this you, is very hard to do during COVID. You have to do heats because you can't all be next to each other because you are spitting a dummy out into mm. the air. Why is it called a baby shower? Because you're showering the, the parents-to-be with gifts for the baby. Right. And showering the baby. Did you do the thing where you guess the measurements of the kid? Like, yeah. have you done like, have you, what, what did you go with? That is the most embarrassing thing ever because you um, we always don't go say, too large. Yeah, you don't want to say it's going to be a fat baby. But no. if someone's picked like real small, you've got to go, well, I've got to cover the other side, don't I? I've got to be real, I've got to go big. Well, you probably would have won because all you had to do is wrap it around your belly because my partner, Michael, with his own sister, when it was her baby shower, yeah. he just got the little, um, the little rope and went around his own belly mm. and they measured it and it was identical. That's okay. embarrassing when you match your own up. No, it's no sister. good, is it? The Mid-North Coast gets up with Christian Barge. On Hit FM. Having a little bit of a dig at the project, okay? I just, I just want you to have a listen to this, right? So yeah. um, Lisa Wilkinson obviously is a you know she's a professional journalist. She's been doing this a long, mm-hmm. long time. Do you remember when the project first started? It was like the 7.30 project or the 6.30 project or whatever else. With Carrie Bigmore. Yeah, all of them. And, and they've also got the Sunday project now. Like it's, it's evolved since its inception. But the original idea was that it was news told in a different way. Yeah, I taking the fun out of yeah, stuff. Like yeah, taking yeah. the mickey. Is yeah. I don't watch it. I don't watch it. I, I think it's quite self-indulgent. 
but then that's hypocritical because a lot of the stuff I do on this show is to, to please myself, to entertain myself, <laughs> but I, I don't pretend that that's not the case. Yeah. I do it because it's entertaining. Um, the, the Jeffrey Epstein stuff has been circulating the media mm. hugely since his ex-Misso got done uh, or, you know, she's in police custody yeah. or... I don't know. Has she has she offed herself? Yeah, I mean that'll happen eventually, whether oh, she does it or not. I don't know. Uh, well, well, also you know, that on Netflix, it's whatever. There's the Jeffrey Epstein uh, filthy rich um, mm. that's on there now that you can watch, and I watched the trailer to that literally yesterday. Now I do, I'm going to play a little excerpt from Lisa on the project, the Sunday project rather from last night, and I just want you to take note of what she's saying um, in reference to the Queen, and the Queen now is being forced. Uh-huh. By the project to um, uh, to get um, Andrew Prince Andrew mm-hmm. to come forward and com- comply and you know uh, you know basically they, they... mummy's got the whip out on yeah, the son. I don't think the Queen watches <laughs> the project, but I could be wrong. Have a listen. For sixty eight years, the Queen has demonstrated herself to be someone who chooses duty over family, the greater good over personal interests. Surely, in 2020, for Her Majesty and the Royal Family to retain any authority and respect, if she believes child sex slavery is a scourge that needs to be eradicated and has any empathy for the dozens of victims of Jeffrey Epstein, then she simply has no option but to compel Andrew to fully cooperate with authorities. To quote former Australian of the Year David Morrison, the standard you walk past is the standard you accept. Your Majesty, with respect, it's time. Oh, wow. Oh, well done, Lisa. Look, <laughs> I am absolutely not um, taking away from the fact that it is quite serious and this sort of stuff happens on a global scale. Yeah. And it's terrible. It is awful. And with their platform, good on them for, for bringing it to light and continuing the conversation. I have no problem with that. But it's so self-indulgent. Did you hear the music behind it? Like she's doing, like officially calling out the Queen, who does not watch Australian TV in the slightest, let alone... There is more, there is more credibility behind Sky News than there is the project. That's how, this is how bad this situation is, when Sky News has got more credibility it, than you. It is a collaboration of a team here, but it's not just Lisa Wilkinson going, give me the dramatic music. Oh, You've got no. producers behind the scenes and a producer that thought, yep. you know what? Kick it to her. Uh, Kick it to no. where it hurts and just say, it is time, Queen. <laughs> no, it's stupid. It's silly. It's self-indulgent. Yeah, Come but we on. know that she's not going to hear it. But at the same time, it's they're a- making a point. I'm all for them with what they're saying, that uh, she's always put oh, duty first before family. And why is it that in this yeah. instance she's letting her hey. son get away with it and not making him say, what, right. This is the thing, right? I totally agree. Prince Harry is the big news story because he's defecting from a family he doesn't like anymore. I'm all for that. I reckon Harry's probably the only one with his head screwed on. Mm. The rest of them, no, nah, get rid of them. And you know what? I'm not. I'm not a monarchist. I'm not. I'm whatever they are. I'm, I'm, but have it just this bit again, just one more time. The standard you walk past is the standard you accept. True. Your Majesty, with respect. It's time. It's like you can't, you're calling out the Queen. It's, nothing's going to happen from that. It's the dramatic music. It's just, I just wanted to have a little bit of a, a dig at him. It's not a real big thing. <laughs> I just thought, you know what, they're, they're, she's not listening. If you if you think that the project is going to get the Queen to go, do you know what? It's actually, they're right. Andrew, bend over. You've been a naughty boy. It's not going to happen. If you want more of Christy and Budge, catch up on the podcast at hit.com.au or hear them live weekday mornings from 6 on the Mid-North Coast's Hit FM.